0: You are listening to the Sunday Sauce Podcast.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Another episode of the Sunday Sauce Podcast. Good old Thursday interviews. We're keeping it rolling. Today, we got a big one. He's a tank. He's first team all-MAC. We love the Maction. He's an academic all-MAC. Semi-finalist for the Joe Moore Award given to the top offensive lineman in the FBS. Shout out to UB. We got the football center on, Mr. Mike Nowitzki. What's up big dog?
0: How We doing. How we doing?
1: We're doing. We're doing. So got got a shout out Jamie Trimboli. You know your yeah. homies with him, so from one stud to another, the Victor boys are are gracing us on the on the sauce pod over the past couple months. So <laughs> I'm sure he's getting getting ready for uh Actually, they've already started, right? With, uh, with yeah, they team. played. Uh, they played over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome.
2: This pod's getting too, uh, too east side for my liking.
1: Yeah, we're we're west side we're, boys. We're, we gotta tone so. it down a little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're we're all we're oldies now, though. So we.
2: Yeah, we're irrelevant. Yeah,
1: we're eight <laughs> almost eight years removed at this point. Damn. Eight. You know, we're still around. We yeah, we're the th- we're the thirteen grads, So we're basically your grandfathers now.
0: i was like my brother yeah
1: right around there yeah nice 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 we appreciate you coming on man know you were busy watching film before this probably enjoying the off season (laughs) i'm sure you you had a, a hell of a season i wanted to get right back right into it with how crazy of a season this was you guys had a historical year on the field in terms of your offense run game we'll get into that but i wanted to know how it was making it through the the pandemic ridden season and and talk to us more about how how the team had to overcome everything that you guys went to including starting later than everybody else
0: yeah um you know since right when august uh hit that's when our season got canceled and up until then we were on campus since june training as if we were gonna you know just go through normal and have august you know that'd be our camp and then we just have a normal um season starting in september and then august came and it got canceled so we were kind of um, it, was, it was a tough place for a lot of us because we were really excited. We knew we had a lot of talent on the team and, we, you know, we were disappointed that the opportunity was taken away from us. And then, you know, we were fortunate enough to get our season back on and um, we just kind of, you know, started uh, getting ready and, you know, we knew it was go time. You know, we didn't have that many games. So every game was kind of like a playoff game in order to get to that uh, MAC championship. Um, but throughout the season, we faced a lot of obstacles. Um, you know, just with like, Um, You know, if one person were to, you know, get caught positive with the COVID, then we had to do contact tracing and, you know, a lot of people could be out. So that could kind of, you know, ruin the numbers that we had for each position group. So we really had to be diligent and very, very um, smart with, you know, wearing masks and washing our hands and using hand sanitizer and socially distance um, when we can
2: Crazy man, and I know watching like things like Hard Knocks, and just watching like obviously mm-hmm. the NFL. Just like uh, clips. Like, was your guys? Do you guys do like a lot of like walkthrough practices? that kind of just like, all right, here's the play. Let's walk through it. No contact. Like, how hard is that to like, get the full like grasp, of, like a play when not, you came and actually run the play? I feel like at some points because because of, of COVID.
0: Yeah, there was definitely a lot of obstacles, especially with getting that chemistry because we couldn't mm-hmm. always work together. You know, we had pods, was what we call, them, which is basically small groups. Um, that we had to go into. So we were kind of texting and FaceTiming, trying to get everybody on the same page. But it definitely was a an obstacle that we had to uh, overcome.
1: Great, That's man. You,
2: you guys definitely did it.
1: Especially in a football locker room, too. Like, so many moving parts. Like, in yeah. a co- like college, there's more than just, like, the 53-man. Like, you got so many people, so much going mm-hmm. on. And you guys are the front lines with the O-line. So commend yeah. you immensely for, for getting it done. <laughs>
0: yeah. It was, it was, definitely something I'll never forget.
1: Yeah. Never forget. <laughs> Hopefully, you never sad. have to experience that again either. But yeah. that, one, that and, well, done.
0: one yeah. and done. One and done.
2: But, uh, dude, going back to you, so you were actually recruited. At least this is what I read. It could be I don't know if it's true or not. You actually were going to come into college as a, a tight end, mm-hmm. and then yep, you got you right. went to uh, convert to play center. So, just, a, I guess, what was like this the deciding factor of you becoming alignment over a tight end. And then B, like what was that learning curve for you, like playing, you know, high level D1, learning a whole Mm -hmm. new position on on the field?
0: Yeah. um, So, yeah, I was originally as a tight end, um, but I started to gain weight towards my junior and senior year. And and I was hovering more around 250, 260. Um, And I felt um, collectively, me and the coaches, we felt that um, I had a better opportunity to play longer. And, you know, at the next level, if I played outline, because I was very athletic. But I wasn't athletic enough to play tight end at the next level Um, but my athleticism was very um, it was very good for an offensive lineman Um, so all I had to do was put on the weight and then um, you know from there then the learning curve started so first day um, I was very blessed first off to have James O'Hagan who was a four-year starter here and he Taught me everything from the basics, you know how to how to break the huddle, how to, read defense, how to <laughs> the one. I mean, the first time I met him, we were doing a captain's practice, and I went right up to him. And I said, "What do you do? Yeah, <laughs> what, what, what do you do? I have never played center. I've never played offensive line. Um, so I just took everything that you know he told me, and I so, you know soaked it up like a sponge. And I thank him for everything um, because he he has a huge impact on who I am today on the field. Um, I was able to take a lot from his game and, you know, implement it into mine. So I think, you know, James, till the day I die for teaching me how to play center, absolutely.
2: That's awesome, man. Were you okay. shooting your pants low on that first snap? You're like, oh, boy, I can't mess this up.
0: It, <laughs> it just took some getting used to. I mean, I remember <laughs> after practices, my first, my, my first camp, me and my buddy Jack Clank would snap the ball 150 times just so I could get the muscle memory down, mm-hmm. so, you know, that was, that was a process in and its own, and it's yeah. still a process. every I mean, you see your centers at any level still, messing oh, yeah. up, so it's just a little details that you have to keep working on every day.
1: The quarterback center relationship is like <laughs> nothing else in sports. And I'm just speaking to that from just growing up playing quarterback, like two dudes in high school, like you have to trust that man with your life. You're under the, you're under the crotch every single day they're they're your livelihood so and like i love love the people that i play with to death that played center just because of how much they mean so (laughs) the transition you had to make very quickly into now where you're at it's that's that's some good shit
0: (laughs) i appreciate it
1: but i I was gonna save one of these questions for the quick hitters but i'm gonna ask it now what's the old lineman diet like you said you put on the lbs because you had to you're obviously an aryan athlete but like how, are you, how much more were you eating, and like, what else were you eating differently than normal?
0: Yeah, so, I mean, for starters, I guess, so f- obviously freshman year, um, I was playing lacrosse, so I was much more lean, and then I jumped 205 um, to 225, and then that was my junior year in high school, and then senior year came back around, and I was 265. So from that junior to senior year, I gained about 40 pounds. And then once I got here... On the campus, I was about 270, and I had to gain another 25 pounds within a year. So, Damn. luckily, I kind of had a blueprint <laughs> of what to do, <laughs> so I didn't <laughs> go back to it. Um, but it was just basically 6,000 calories a day. You know, we start with two breakfasts, two lunches, and two dinners. And my freshman year, when I was on the travel roster, my strength coach um, wouldn't let me leave the um, team meals until I had three plates of food down my down in my stomach, so I was there long after everybody was up in the hotel, up in their hotel room, and I was just down there trying to force myself to gain the weight, so it was a process, but I knew if I wanted to compete and be successful at the next
1: level, you, you have to gain the weight. Were you just, like, looking at your body, like, dude, I didn't know I could get this diesel, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: it, was, it was crazy, I mean, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's kind of it, I... Ben, you just keep eating, just keep eating. and When you think you're full, you eat another plate. That
2: was kind of my MO. <laughs> Crazy, man. Sounds I like think the- of gaining weight is pretty easy, but putting, up, putting on good weight is hard. So you can't just I can't eat a gallon of ice cream here, 100 cookies here. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I do. and I'm gaining the bad weight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also wanted to ask you, now that we're, we're on the, the topic of what you got recruited as, you were also committed to UVA, University of Virginia for lacrosse. So for our listeners that don't know you as well as they should, and we didn't know you as well as we should before this, which is why we're having you on. Tell us a little more about the decision that went into choosing football instead. Was it because you just didn't want to embarrass Jamie in the ACC? Or did you, <laughs> are you actually feeling the football vibe?
0: I, I got him enough in practice, don't worry. <laughs> I got him enough in practice at Victor, don't worry. <laughs> um, but No, in in Victor, we were very lacrosse driven and, you know, we were very successful from a young age. So we kind of were brought up as, you know, that's that's what we want to do at the next level. And so eighth grade came around and freshman year came around and I'm visiting um, Virginia, I'm visiting North Carolina and I'm visiting Syracuse. And those are kind of my top three of where I want to spend, you know, my college at. And I'm a freshman. So it was a crazy experience you know, through the recruiting process at such a young age and trying to make decisions of what you want to do four years from now when I don't even know, you know, what I want to study. or You know, it it was very, very intense and very just – it was just a very cool experience. Um, But so anyways, freshman year, um, I was down to three schools, Syracuse, North Carolina, Virginia, and um, I felt that Virginia was where, um, you know, I could be most successful on and off the field so I committed there verbally as a freshman and then a a year or two later they had a coaching change and Dom Starger was leaving the program he's a you know very well-known coach Um, and they brought a new one in Lars Tiffany and basically he kind of reconstructed our whole class that we had um, before so he he reduced my scholarship and um, made it so you know my parents really couldn't afford it um, for me to play lacrosse so you know I kind of only had one option and thankfully I you know love football with all my heart so it was very easy to make a switch
2: Damn, yeah man must be nice being an absolute beast
1: <laughs> at freshman year <laughs> high school that's crazy it, it was that's like what 13 14 years old 15 I maybe even drive man yeah right exactly <laughs> I dude. drive.
2: It's nuts, dude. And to your point, like even though, like even for kids who don't play, who don't play college sports, the thought of like, all right, you're 17 or 18. All right, you got to pick where you want to basically pick like, 100 grand to go to school for four years, and yeah. where you want to be. Like, you know, like I, I'm, I don't want to just go and drink. I don't know what I'm doing. That's how. That's how. I that's I. That's why you picked Cuse. That's why you picked Cuse right there. <laughs> yeah. Unreal, man. But it's crazy, man. It's crazy how things work out. We mentioned we had our buddy on last while, like the whole like the whole idea of like the butterfly effect. Like one little thing changed, man, but like it certainly worked out in your paper, right? Yeah, you because you're obviously you're absolutely balling. Um, yeah, and there's I mean, one thing that Frank totally. mentioned beforehand that I do want to get more into because we actually had a former NFL center, Bruce Johnson, on the pod. Uh, he played mm-hmm. in the NFL for a bit. So, and Frankie mentioned the QB and center relationship. And I want to know, like, he gave us his take on what he, what he thought it meant to him. Um, but from your level, just playing, playing high level D one, like what's it like for you and your, your QB now? Like how, how important is it for you guys? Just every single play, you got to be on the same page. Like how, like, what, how do you guys build that bond and just like, how important is that bond that you guys have to win, to win football games?
0: Yeah. It's it's incredibly important to be on the same page as your quarterback. Um, you know, as our job as linemen is to protect him. So, if we don't, if he gets hit, that's kind of on us. Um, and I take a lot of pride in that. Um, but it really comes down to chemistry and just getting to know, um, you know, and that's why Wednesday, Thursdays of game week, you know, we, me and him would just go into the film room and we would talk through protections just so we're right on the same page. So that when we see the same look on the field, you know, clicks right away, we know exactly what we're doing. Um, and that's really just kind of how we kept on building chemistry, just always being on the same page and over communicating. Um, that's also
1: a big thing that we try to do. You only let up yeah. one sack, right? This last season.
0: Uh, I'm not a stats guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. That's
1: I'm what I. Stat that's stat what stat I saw. I was like, "Damn, the W guy." If we, gave,
0: if we gave up one, then that's one too many.
1: You know, I, think, so. <laughs> I like that. I like Love that. that. Protecting the a gap. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> so, well, speaking of of running back or quarterbacks. In your relationship, you guys had one of the best running backs in the entire country, which, as everyone knows in sports and football specifically, running backs, quarterback, receivers get all the love. Lyman, hey, if you if you if you hear your name, you're probably not doing a good job, you know. But <laughs> exactly. you guys had, I believe it was the second leading rushing or the second best rushing team in the entire country, which is unbelievable. Um, especially for how late you guys started and the turmoil you had to go mm-hmm. to, maybe not yeah. playing the season, we're playing all of a sudden you guys break out hell of a year for Jarrett Patterson behind the big boys up front. And just wanted to hear a little more about like what a blast that must have been to block for him. And then just like the rest of the camaraderie you had with the rest of your offensive line, seeing how great it was to open the holes for him and allow him to be the athlete that he was in space.
0: Yeah. I mean, Jarrett is a phenomenal teammate. Um, You know, forget about his abilities on the field, off the field. He's a a great person. He's a guy you want to be around. He's always welcoming he's always fun to talk to um so that helps as well um but on the field i mean he sometimes it, it may look good like we're doing something good but i, I promise you he's doing something good he's making us <laughs> sometimes i mean he was just very talented and um you know the year before my freshman year my retro freshman year um we started that chemistry and then we kind of took it to this year too so we kind of had an extra year with it of where, you know, he liked to hit the holes, what he liked to do, um, how he ran outside zone or inside zone. So it's good that we had a little bit of experience of what he prefers. Um, mm-hmm. But as an old line as a whole, I mean, that's, you know, we're, we're best friends. I mean, and to be successful, you have to, you know, trust each other. And I think that we do a great job of that. We all can trust each other to do our jobs on any given play. And that comes from, You know, like I said, with the quarterback being on the same page. Same thing with the whole line. We'll, you know, we'll watch film together for hours and hours throughout the week. And same with the running backs. We like to watch it with them so they can see what we see, and we see what
2: they see. That's awesome. That's awesome. Whole team in sync, man. And just that game. How how fun was that game? What do you have? He had like 400 yards. Like what? Eight, (laughs) eighteen. What what was that defense? I want to Yeah. I want to hear more
1: about what the hell that defense was that you guys were playing. Were you guys just like that schemed against them? Did they just not want to show up that day? Were you guys just like on like three scoops of pre-workout? Like, give us a little more.
0: <laughs> um, no, I just think you know they were they were a good team, and I thought that we just executed. Yeah, glad. You know, I mean that just happens when you execute, you know. And yeah, I mean that was kind mean, of. I don't think you know anything else. I think that we just were on the same page and we executed.
1: That's awesome. It was like playing uh, like the college football video game. I'm like, rookie. Like, you, like fourth and long. I'm, I'm running it. Like we're going to, we're going to get this first
2: down just like open up a hole and just let me run. That's what, that's what I felt like about what you
1: were watching. It was awesome.
2: I thought I was watching like, I thought were, like, cause he had, he, I think he had, he, he had like one, like initial, like first, like big run for a TD. I'm I'm pretty sure. I thought the TD was just like reshowing the same run. And I'm like, dude, this guy is, this kid's got eight touchdowns. I'm like, I thought it was a like, one big replay. I My mean, you God, know, this kid's going bonkers right now.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was the insane. crazy thing is, I know for like, for I mean, speaking for me, I didn't know he had eight. I didn't know he had uh, whatever it was four hundred. I didn't it know like any of that. 409 so yards. Like, it so, I, so I got on Twitter and saw
1: the stats. I didn't know yeah, because you guys were having too much fun just laying bodies the whole yeah, time. Yeah, there's pancakes. <laughs>
2: they're out there making breakfast. Just laying bodies down. That's
1: awesome. Unbelievable, dude. Unbelievable. Joe, well, I think um, you had a question about film. No, that well, i was, when, I was then, gonna say because i know like yeah, yeah.
2: You, you mentioned film on top of this show then he mentioned it when i asked him that last question so can you just speak to like and your teammates i read an article they, they all call you a film junkie which is going to be good i think to be good in football you, ha- you have to be so can you just speak to what the importance of film is to you and like maybe some like certain things you look for that that can really help you elevate your game side
1: double yeah before he goes he yep. was watching film before we got on here. So that's why I know.
2: Yeah. All the fans out that.
1: here, I texted him saying five o'clock, but sent the invite for five thirty. He goes, no worries, man. I was watching film anyway. I was like, oh, <laughs> kid can't do no wrong. But yeah, anyway, back to, back to Joey question.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, something I like to do, but um, no, I love it. You know, it. The film. It's just a great tool. You know, right now in the off season, I like to go back and just, you know, watch myself every single play and let's, let's see what my strengths were and let's see what I really need to work on in the offseason, you know, like the spring ball coming up. So I think it's a great tool to learn from and, you know, speaking like scouting or looking at other teams throughout the week, I think it's just a great tool to get the advantage on them. You know, maybe they give away a certain blitz when, you know, maybe their stance is a little off. Um, so I just think that it really just gives you an advantage um, to your opponent. So that's why I'm just so, um, I just, you know, I love watching film because it just gives you an advantage for when that Saturday comes, um, because you know what they're going to do before they do it. So, I, and that, you know, makes the offense successful. So I just think that the drive to just get an edge on the opponent, I think that just really keeps me, you know, locked into film. Mm-hmm.
2: And then what would you say your balance is like of you, of you watching yourself, like your own personal film of you playing and versus watching the opponent? Like, What's that, what's that, what's that balance like for you giving your time up?
0: Yeah, so I mean, off season it's more of a self scout, and I like to watch a lot of NFL film uh, so in the off season. And then as we get closer to the season, I start watching other teams and um, you know start to you know research them and see what everything's um, going you know for the game. So it really kind of changes on the you know depend um, on the time of the year. Right? Uh-huh.
1: And who who do you follow? Question: Who do you typically watch NFL lineman wise? Like who, who are you who you're following? I'm a big fan
0: of Jason Kelsey. That's, that's my idol. I love watching him. I, anytime the Eagles are on, I love turning him on. And um, I like watching Garrett Bradbury on the Vikings. He's also uh, very athletic. I like watching him and taking, taking what he does very successful and trying to implement into
2: my game. Because you're, just... you're more similar in size to Kelsey, right? Them, yeah. Them, I feel, like, them, I, I feel like, he's like he's like, quote, unquote, small, but he's, he's still an absolute wall. But he's considered, I feel like, quote, unquote, like, small.
1: Like an athletic yeah. O-lineman. Yeah, more yeah, yeah like O-lineman. an agile yeah. center. Yeah, exactly. They had uh, very athletic. Yeah, it's actually it's funny you say that, Troy, because when they had uh, Mark Schlereth on, I think it was Pat McAfee's show, he talks about how like O-lineman, it's like you can't really transition to another position. It's either like O-lineman or couch. Or like all our, all our players <laughs> just, like, transition to different positions. So it's like the athleticism that you have and that people like Jason Kelpie has, it allows them to, if they had to go somewhere else, I'm sure they could because you're as strong as an offensive lineman, but you're as athletic as maybe a, you know, a tackle or a DN or something like that. So yeah, that's, yeah. that's cool. That's cool. Cool guy to model yourself after. And then staying on the NFL side of things, you're now in the national spotlight, whether you know it, whether you want it or not because of how well you've been playing, which is awesome. It's a commitment to you. Just hearing your story from freshman year committing to lax to the changes to you be now like you're one of the best offensive linemen in the country. So that's amazing. And I'm sure in your mind now it's adjusted to, okay, I'm going to go play D one crazy lax to now, oh, my God, I might have a chance at, like, to play on Sundays. So I'd love to hear more if this is a goal of yours. Like, what's your mindset now that you know that, hey, I can play at this high level, and here's how I'm going to do it to get to that next level and play on Sundays in the league?
0: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. That's, you know, one of my life goals is to carry on this game and, you know, be very successful. Um, But, you know, from the minute I stepped on campus, the goal hasn't changed, and neither has the mindset. You know, we're still working daily to improve my overall – um abilities and i mean nothing's changed i haven't i haven't done anything yet you know that's still my mindset i still have to earn it every day i still gotta you know push myself and outwork myself last year
2: mm-hmm. that's, awesome, that's, man.
1: that's all you gotta hear hey, you that, day, that day one mentality man i haven't done shit yet until you got that gold jacket on in the, in the hall of fame right <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's a dream that's yeah a right dream, man. Yeah,
1: we'll get you back on in like 15, 20 years when you have that. Joe, <laughs> Joey and I will have like three kids by then, and you'll be just like, cool, Jack. Hey,
2: Our boy, kids boy. will have the sauce pie by then. We'll just have yeah, some right? of them. <laughs> I'll, be done, I'll be done with this thing. <laughs> but uh, that's all I had, Frank, for like the – I guess the, the serious questions you'd call them if you want to get in the quick hits.
1: Yeah, quick hitters. Got a shout-out. I'll, I'll pop off. I'll pop off first. Got a shout-out, Jacob Zimmer. He's a close family friend of mine, known the kids since he was crawling. He plays at UB with you, Mike. I actually text texted him this morning saying, hey, we're having Mike on the pod. He goes, no way, just got to have a lifting group with him. So I was like, wow, this is a crazy small world. So, wanted to uh, see how he's doing on uh, pushing the weight in the weight room. And um, I know he's got to have the, the Clay Matthews hair, so I hope he can he can lift like like Clay Matthews.
0: Oh, uh, he, He's an animal. He gets after it. He's definitely a leader in the weight room and – I mean I, I love his work. He he gets after
1: it. All right, good. That's what makes sense. I gonna report back to his mother. She's very, very involved in his life as an athlete. So I gotta make sure I get back to her and he's Oh, doing. he's
0: he's a great worker. Great worker.
1: <laughs> good, good.
2: All right. Run block or pass block.
0: Pass block.
2: Really? I feel like I feel like, oh I mean, like get get off the ball, run block, just smash the guy in front of you. You're 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 a pass block guy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, not that I don't like
1: run blocking at
2: all. Yeah, but
0: yeah, more. I would, I like pass blocking more.
1: Calling all NFL pass heavy teams, you got to start it. All right. Um, how dope is the Division One football like locker room and just like perks that you guys get on each team with the bowl games and like all the you see all the cool locker rooms? But, like how cool is it for you to take a step back? And be like, all right, like we got, we got some pretty cool yeah, things going um, here.
0: You know, before my time here, a couple of years before I was here, um, you know, Buffalo was really um, not what it was now. We didn't have an indoor. Uh, we didn't have a nice fueling station. We didn't have, you know, a new locker room. So we've been very fortunate and blessed um, to have those new facilities and to be able to train. I mean, I know my freshman year was the year before we got um, the indoor. So we were going down to the Bills indoor, and that's about 20 minutes. So we had to go there on bus you know, to practice and wow. It was just a, it was just a lot of extra stuff and it wasn't ideal. Um so for the you know the university to give us, you know, these great facilities to you know put our work in and get better every day. I mean I'm just so thankful for it.
1: Yeah. Well maybe I, I was I was assuming it was as, as cool as I thought it was, but looks like it, it took a minute. <laughs> it up. <laughs> All
2: right. So for for our fans out there, can you please tell us how how you and the QB identify the mic. Look, every fan here is like, you know, like the guy called it, call it the mic linebacker, but can you can you tell us how you guys actually figure out who it is?
1: Madden tells yeah. you what the mic is too. So like, even when you're playing video games, you don't have to know. You just click the R2 button. It tells you.
0: <laughs> yeah, so the mic is just where I am working to. So if it's inside zone play, wherever my combination is working to in the second level, that's the mic. And if we're, you know, in pass pro, whatever we call the mic, that's usually where we're sliding to because we're accounting for him. So the mic just means we have the four down lineman and that backer. So it's five on five in pass pro.
1: Gosh. Love it.
2: Okay. So we got, it's right, it's right, 58, Mike. No, yeah. who, like, who's who's mic? <laughs> the <laughs> easiest yeah.
0: way to put it is that's where the center's working to or blocking to. That's Love the that. easiest way to put it.
1: That's good to know. Joey, between him and Bruce, I feel like we could start, like, getting into some O line coaching. Oh yeah. We've, dude. we've had two solid podcasts, but we've been we've been schooled on on O line. Oh on the I'd love Lingo, to talk but, to him. I'd love yeah. to talk to him. He's, oh, he's yeah. a big he's a big Jason Kelsey guy too. So yep, a, you play with him. him. He
2: went to the Eagles camp with, with yeah, Kelsey. Training camp to see him firsthand.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. So, that awesome. Small world though. Small world. Um okay. How do you stop Jamie Trimbole on the lacrosse field? You said earlier <laughs> that you did stop him. You did stop him back in the day. <laughs> How do you?
0: I mean, how did you do it? How are we do it? You gotta be back in the day. Let's, let me think back.
1: Yeah, back before you, you got, got it, all these you cool accolades. Bring, you
0: gotta bring more than one defender. That's all I'm saying. You gotta bring one. You can't be one on one. That's yeah. how we stopped him. We slid. We slid early. We probably had two or three guys on him. <laughs> I mean, he's he's very talented on the field, and very gifted. Um, his IQ, his. I mean, just his overall ability on the field is unmatched. So, I mean, whenever you're going one-on-one with that guy, you know the slide is coming early. <laughs> you yeah. know the slide is coming early.
1: Do you, you, like, you guys, like, like play physical with him? Like, you got to gotta shove him around a little bit? Because you're obviously way bigger than
0: him. I, I tried a little bit, but he, he's a little meat stick, too. He's got some muscle on him. He's <laughs> yeah. got some muscle yeah. on him, man.
2: <laughs> so, I actually just thought of one didn't. so when you, when you guys, when you guys won your, your most previous, uh, most recent bowl game,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you all had like the Joey Burrow cigars, you guys were all celebrating. I saw that and I was kind of, I was kind of, I was kind of poking some fun because it, it was like very Joe Burrow-esque, like him smoking the cigar in the locker room. Did you guys sell the too hard for the bowl game? <laughs> did you guys, did you, did. How, how hard did you guys try to flex on Instagram?
0: <laughs> I was just very very happy that you know through all the turmoil and all the obstacles yeah that we just you know the last time that we were out there together um because our bond was so close Mm
2: -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. that we
0: were just able to go out there one more time and just lay it out there you know for one another and the way that we did it I mean that was a heck of a game with Marshall that was you know close right down to the wire yeah so the way that we did it I think it was just such a relief and it was just such a great feeling
2: yeah, just i can't knock back. it i I have, I have no i have no ground to stand on I, I haven't won shit in life so i can't can't ever knock you guys on that i just i found it very funny i'm like damn they're going like full-on joe burrow natty championship for this bowl game i like, do I, remember i, 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 I do remember it. that it. very
1: day he texted our group chat he goes dude you bees smoking cigars like like joey burrow <laughs> <I was dying>. <laughs> <laughs> what, what? oh the random question that, speaking of the bowl game what was your guys bowl game gift because i know each bowl game has like a separate like package um, of. Gift.
0: Yeah, so you get – it's a point system uh, that the bull bull company and the bull game gives you, you know, so you get, like, five points. And there's different items, you know, whether it be, uh, like, AirPods, a massage gun, um, some cologne. There's a bunch of gifts, watches. Um, So there's a bunch of gifts that are all worth different point values. Um, So you can either have, like, one gift for, you know, five points or you can have five one-point gifts. Right. Um, But this year, you know, we – you know, I, I went big and I got a TV. So, Hey, there you go.
1: Lots of uh, film watch on that shit. <laughs> right. it's, clear.
0: it's Crystal clear, man. It's crystal
1: clear. Love it. That's awesome. All right. Um, well, I'll go to the go to you're a Victor boy, rock native, every rock native or any person who's come through Rochester on this podcast gets asked the same question or pair of questions. Need your go-to garbage plate. Where are you getting it from? And build us your plate. You just finished the season. Got done smoking <laughs> that cigar back <laughs> home. You're hungry because you're used to eating three meals a day. This is only one. So build us that yummy plate. I just wanted to paint that, like, paint the picture for you, just so you could really yeah. Get, so get we go, right.
0: we go half half the plate, max salad, half the plate, home fries. Um. You know, put, put a couple burgers on there. Sneak a hot dog in there. Oh, <laughs> you got to
1: pay extra for that extra. Triple for meat. The other, Yeah, It's <laughs> worth
0: it. It's worth it, my man. <laughs> uh, get all your meats on there, and then you go with the ketchup, mustard, meat sauce, onion, and ready to go.
2: <laughs> Love it.
1: Yes, yeah, sir.
0: That's
1: it. Where's
2: your go-to spot back in Victor? What do you go to in your home?
1: I like Hungry's. It's in Pittsburgh. The same as the James, we've same had. Thing. I think we've heard yeah, a third, third it. guy. It was, uh, was Jamie, you, and shit, who else was it? Was it Trani? Max Troyani. It could have been. Have you, been you know Max Troyani from Pittsburgh? Mm, he's a baseball guy. I don't know if I I think know.
0: I do. I think I've heard
1: of him, yes. He went yeah, to also, Bentley, you also you know, he also plays baseball at uh, UNC, actually. Um, but, yeah, he's at Hungries too. He's a Pittsburgh guy, obviously, so that makes sense. Uh,
0: Hungries is Hungries is the spot. Hungry's we got to try
1: it out. Hungries is the leader in the clubhouse through yeah. almost a year of this podcast, so we got to keep him track.
0: There's
1: a reason why. Yeah, clearly.
2: <laughs> Hungry's just right. breed, breeding studs. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Me and Frank over here eating grease hot getting the grease poops all day. Yes,
1: that explains it. That's why we're making a podcast, and Hungry's is pumping out two ACC athletes and the best alignment <laughs> in the league, so it makes sense.
2: Um, But I guess we'll end it on who's the toughest D lineman you've ever faced, high school, college, whoever it was. Who was that? Guy that gave you the hardest time.
0: Oh, there was a there was a couple. Um, you know, especially, you know, being so new to the position and not knowing everything and you know, playing against seniors who've been playing the position for mm-hmm. four years. Um, there there was a couple. Um, there wasn't anyone who stood out to me. There was a few that gave me a lot of problems, but um, it was just about learning. It was a great learning experience.
2: Mm-hmm. There you go. Turn negative to a positive. Get beat, learn. Exactly. <laughs>
1: Love it, awesome man. We appreciate
2: you coming on. Before we
1: let you roll, though, where can uh, where can our listeners follow you on social media if you're if you're active on it?
0: Yeah, on Instagram it's at Mike Novitt, Novit, N O V I T, and Twitter is at Mike Novitz32.
1: Boom, Follow the kid, show him some love. We appreciate you again, man. Take care, of my little man, Jake. <laughs> hey, my little big man, Jake, actually. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we'll keep getting after. I appreciate it. you guys having me on.
1: Yeah, and anytime. We'll get you back on in the future. We'll get some of your teammates on. And once you get 15 years from now, once you get that gold jacket as a Hall of Famer in the NFL, we'll, we'll, have our, we'll have our children interview you. So we'll, we'll put down your schedule. <laughs> Block that time off. I'll be sure to do that. All right, Mike. You have a good one, man. Mike. You too.
0: You are listening to the Sunday Sauce Podcast.